0: This is an AMI podcast. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. Let's get to a review of the new Steven Spielberg movie. It's called The Fablemans. Before we get to Michael McNeely's thoughts on this, we have a short clip of the movie. This one features Paul Dano as Bert Fableman talking to his son, Sammy, played by Gabriel LaBelle. Let's roll the clip. I want you to make a camping trip
1: movie. Uh, you can learn how the editing machine works while you do this, it'll make your mom feel better. Yeah. That last night when she danced in the headlights, that'd be great. Get to it tomorrow, okay? Um, tomorrow's when we start shooting.
0: <laughs> Escape to nowhere. We're shooting all weekend, Dad. This weekend.
1: we got like 40 guys coming to be in the movie. I'll, I'll work on all the camping trip stuff on Monday. I'm asking you to do this now for your mom. Yeah, She's, and I said that I will, just not tomorrow. Don't Please. be selfish. She just lost her mother. That's more important than your hobby. Dad, can you stop calling it a hobby? It'll cheer her up watching this. It's something we can her do. Her mom to, just do. died. It's, it's, how is that going to cheer her up? Because
0: you made it for her. Let's bring in entertainment critic Michael McNeely for a review of the Fablemans. Hey, good morning, Michael.
1: Good morning. How
0: are you doing? I'm well. So, Michael, there's some hype around this sort of being a Steven Spielberg origin story, but it's not quite a biopic. So fill me in here. What's the difference?
1: Actually, I think you might as well just go ahead and say that it's a biopic. Sammy is Steven for all intents and purposes. If you look at a picture of Steven's father, it looks he looks like Paul Dano. It's, it's quite striking. So what's happened is um ultimately when looking at Sammy Fableman as a stand-in for Steven Spielberg's childhood and teenage years I think I think the film starts off with a ban, at least for all film lovers across the world, because we see Sammy slash Stevens first time going to the cinema where they both watched the greatest show on earth. And that is, that is true according to Stephen's biography. But what's really interesting is that this scene starts off with, with, with um, um, Sammy's father and mother saying things like, you're going to go in there, you're going to sit down, the lights are going to go off, but your mummy and your daddy are, are nuts to you. There's nothing to be afraid of. Can you just imagine if Stephen Spielberg was afraid of movies? We would never be here today.
0: How much of the origin story is going to be experienced in this film?
1: I'd say a fair amount. So what we know is that Steven Spielberg has been wanting to tell this story for some time. So he worked with playwright, screenwriter Tony Kushner, who they've worked together with um, a few times in the past. They worked together to tell this story, and the reason for that is because Spielberg was always trying to come to terms with his parents' divorce. And, as you can see in the trailer that we showed you, there's a little bit of tension between the father and the mother, and the father wanted Samit and Stephen to make a phone that will help the mother come to terms with her own mother's death. So through that, we can see the magic of filmmaking to try and help people deal with their emotional challenges, but we can also see the pressure imposed on the filmmaker to to do what he or she is told.
0: So, Michael, why not just actually make a biopic about Spielberg? Do you think that having a fictional character of Sammy, does that add or take away from the essence of the movie? As a lawyer, I can tell you it's all about deniable possibility.
1: Um, but <laughs> let's go back to the uniform, but not, The point is, Sammy is Stephen when you want him to be, and then when you don't want him to be Stephen, he's not. So you can do whatever you want within those confines. Steven Spielberg said that he had a hard time making this film because he wanted to make sure that his parents, his parents were depicted accurately, honestly, and with some compassion. Having seen this movie, I can tell you that the parents definitely get some critique for their parenting, but he also appreciates them for what they did despite their misguidedness at the time. So. Stephen was growing up in the 1950s, which you can imagine was quite a conservative time. And the fact that his parents are Jewish and they got a divorce is is pretty groundbreaking, at least for the family structures at that time. Um, What's interesting about Stephen and Sammy's family was that there was a third person, a third parenting figure that lived with them. And that was the father's best friend who the mom ends up falling in love with. So you basically have three parents instead of two parents. And so with this family structure, there would have been some controversy at least over the years talking about, you know, why your mom had an affair with your father's best friend, da-da-da-da. And now finally, Steven Spielberg can, you know, tell the story, but perhaps he's still a little bit conscious about what kinds of what kinds of gossip may be spread or what kinds of concerns may be had by everybody watching. So he has made it a fictional family
0: development. There are lots of movies about children nurturing or discovering their talents and passions. What makes this film stand out from others? Michelle Williams. That is the short answer. The modern answer
1: is that Michelle Williams is one of the greatest actors I've ever seen in my life. She plays, she plays um, Sammy's mother. And you may know her as playing Marilyn Monroe once upon a time. Um, ultimately, Sammy slash Stephen, I'm going to keep doing this all the time, Sammy slash Steven's mom um, was a, a concert pianist so she was very artistic and as you can see when we looked at um sammy slash steven's father he's an engineer he's very hands-on he he he's a workaholic he actually ends up working for ibm and designs one of the first computer cash registers which is pretty amazing um but go back to mitzi who is sam's mom and steven's mom has a different name of course but Mitzi, um, she had this history of being a concert pianist, but she's given it all up to raise a family. So then you have some issues with depression and um, issues with not being loved enough and not being appreciated enough in the household for giving up your career and your dreams and your passions. So ultimately, other Michelle Williams is the difference here. Do you make this film a story about a mother's
0: regrets and a mother's hopes for the future? I I think I know the answer to this question based on the way you've already spoken about the movie, but overall, did you like the film? Would you recommend it to others, the Fablemans?
1: If you ask David Spielberg, die hard. And who isn't? I mean, that's the question. If you haven't seen E.T. or Indiana Jones, or Close Encounters of the Third Kind, or Munich, or you know, AI
0: saving private saving private Ryan, catch me if you can.
1: Yes, it, we can go on and on and on. All those films
0: Jurassic Park
1: any any psychiatrist or any psychologist, they all lead back to Stephen's issues with his mother. So and probably his father but uh if you have any interest in any of that whatsoever then i think this film is for you it's just a long 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 movie it's two and a half hours and i'm starting to really dislike going to the cineplex because they insist on giving me a half hour of trailers and previews and advertisements for amazon and I'm like, can we just start the movie that's supposed to be really long, please? But no, we have to do another advertisement for RBC or for you know happy families or
0: whatever. Hey, how are people going to buy cars if they don't see them in their uh, their movie tra- in their movie trailers spliced right in? Uh, Michael, what do you think this film has an opportunity to do with during the awards season? Maybe the uh, Academy Awards. Well, you know the Academy Awards, everybody
1: loves Steven Spielberg, so you probably get some jokes about how Steven's hiding behind the guise of Sammy. and I think, of course, this is going to be, this is going to be, uh, it's going to be an amazing film for people to talk about, and it's going to, it's going to wipe out all the awards. I think that it can get its hands on, but I really hope that Michelle Williams gets her due.
0: And this may sound similar to a question I asked you previously, but what would you give this movie out of 10? So that's the question I've been scared of. I need to watch this movie a second time
1: because ultimately I was paying attention to the one thing. I was annoyed. I was annoyed at how Sammy was a prodigy. I was jealous of Sammy, okay? And that was why I was, uh, more than my eyes a bit, and I was like, oh my God, Sammy is going to get the whole family together. He's such a great filmmaker. And ultimately, I realized that my jealousy has no place or time, and just so I would like to watch it again and just focus on Michelle Williams, because she did stand out to me even when I was paying attention to Sammy. Mm. And ultimately, I now realize that this film is really about the... The discord and the dysfunction of the family which is not something that I was looking for at the first time, so it's it's kind of um, you know, it's kind of a lesson, and sometimes that we have to pay attention to different things every time we watch a
0: movie. Michael, we listed off a whole bunch of great Steven Spielberg movies, and this is a borderline unfair question. What is your favorite Spielberg movie, and why?
1: Oh boy. You know what I think I'm going to say Indiana Jones right now. I'm not going to say a specific one. I'm just going to say the mythology that Steven Spielberg set out with Indiana Jones has been has been still with us to this day. And speak of the devil, my friend Toby Jones, who we talked about so long ago, will be in a new Indiana Jones movie. So you know, um I think
0: I think Steven Spielberg is just one of those directors that can direct anything in any
1: genre. And we we haven't had much of that lately. So I I recommend that there's probably a movie for everyone.
0: Uh, Yeah. When it comes to Steven Spielberg, there sure is. In a one-year span, he made Jurassic Park and Schindler's Lists. (laughs) <laughs> different movies to say the least and both exceptional <coughs> in their own way. Uh, people forget as well that he was the executive producer on the first Transformers movie. So that's the best Spielberg movie. Uh, Michael, we got to get out of here. Have a great day. You too. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.